Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Home and home. We got our good friend Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus with us today. Mike, great to have you on the program. Everybody check out PFF.com. The best NFL analysis college football analysis anywhere on the internet. Uh, Right now they've got their NFL MVP up and their best player in all of football up. We'll discuss that later in the program. But Mike, do you like seeing brawls in professional or collegiate sports? I I do. I'm going to, I'm going to be the heel and say, yes, I think it's, I think it shows that they're into the game. I mean, if, if you don't fight a little bit on a, you know, on the hardwood, uh, between uh, the lines, you're, you don't give a damn about the game. So I do think that if you're uh, you know, a fan of sport and a fan of people, the passion behind it, I, I think you want to see a fight every now and then. Mike, are you uh, – we should have asked this before you came on, but are you at the Senior Bowl right now? I am. Yeah, I'm down here in Mobile. Can you set the scene for uh, the people that are – watching and listening i know a lot of people have heard of the senior bowl but can you just describe what it's really like to be down there because believe it or not i never have been really okay well it's a little absurd uh sometimes it's a lot absurd when you go to like the weigh-in uh yesterday morning where literally for two two and a half hours you have guys walking across the stage in their underwear and uh nfl scouts uh gms head coaches uh, writing down how much they weigh in their notebooks and how long their arms are. So that's a little, that to me is a little wild. But then you go and I think it's a valuable part of the evaluation process in terms of you have 100 plus guys down here, all will be at least rostered at some point in the NFL uh, in the next year. And they go up against each other and a lot of one on ones, a lot of drills and practice where you get to see guys who. Maybe, you know, if you're a guy who played at Tulsa, a guy who played at Georgia Southern, you, you didn't face an NFL, uh, you didn't face an NFL competition all year long, you get to face guys who will all be playing in the NFL. And so uh, you, you get two hours of practices for three straight days on all these guys, and you get a better chance to evaluate them against their peers. All right, so here's my question, Mike. Like, from what I know about PFF, you guys don't really care about that stuff, right? Like, the arm length, the height, the weight, that stuff, even how they do in practice. Like, isn't PFF's deal that you guys just go by the production on the video from the games that they played? Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, you're there, so obviously I am wrong. But I thought your deal was we're not going to let that other stuff cloud the judgment of what they do on the field, their production, period. Well, yes, to some degree. So, like, this is this is still another piece of the puzzle in terms of on-the-field production. You get one-on-ones where guys are guys are pass rushing and stop and pass protecting against each other and trying to, you know, trying to win. So, I do, I do think from that perspective, it's still uh, on-field production uh, at the wide receiver position, cornerback position, O-line, D-line. Uh, not necessarily running back down here, but also quarterback. Uh, I think you get to see them throw. 
uh, a lot of balls that uh, in a very controlled environment. So I do think that there's some of that. This we do grade all those one-on-ones here. Uh, so it is part of that, but the arm length that, like I said, the, the height, weight, weigh and stuff is kind of lost on us. We don't really, uh, we're not going to value that. Talking to Mike Renner, analyst at pro football focus, check him out. PFF.com greatest analysis out there in college and pro football. Mike, give me the guy down there. Who's, who's overrated. That's that might rise up on the draft boards. That's in your estimation, far too overrated, and give me the player who we're going to hear a lot about that we don't know yet, maybe the DK Metcalf of this class. I think the overrated one, just the quarterback class down here, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, Justin Herbert, the Oregon quarterback, uh, looks looks great throwing against there, uh, looks great, has cannon for an arm, and actually, you know, not bad accuracy. He's not just uh, – a strong arms, ball goes all over the place kind of guy, but his decision making uh, throughout his career at Oregon has just not been good. Any sort of big game, he's come up small. So I, I'm not a big fan of his. And then Jordan Love, Utah State QB. Uh, I mean, he almost threw more picks and touchdowns this past year. The inconsistency is just too much to get on board with uh, early on in the draft. Uh, if you're going to be drafting him first round, you're, you're taking a big risk. It reminds me a lot of someone like Deshaun Kaiser coming out where it's just there's a lot of bad on tape to where uh, are you really expecting him to clean all of that up so quickly on uh, in his NFL career. I'm, I'm very surprised he ended up even declaring for this draft, uh, Jordan Love. Uh, but, but the guy who's probably going to rise or I, I think easily the best prospect here, South Carolina defensive tackle, Javon Kinlaw. Uh, I'm not sure a lot of people know his name. Everyone knows Derek Brown, the Auburn defensive tackle, uh, because Auburn was a little better team this past year. Uh, and played some more meaningful games. But Javon Kinlaw is just as good of a prospect, if not better. Uh, the dude ticks pretty much every box you want to see ticked from the defensive tackle position uh, and, and has been rushed in the past or at an elite level in our grading system for the past two years. So that, that's some sort of stuff we love to see here at PFF, and I think he is uh, far and away the best prospect down here in Mobile. Mike, I am so glad you mentioned both Herbert and Love. I'm seeing a lot of mock drafts where these guys are going in the first round of all of them. Some of them in the top 10, 15 picks. I, I totally agree with what you said about Herbert and the Jordan Love. So I did two games this year. I did a Wake Forest game and an Air Force game the week after those teams played Utah State. And so I watched Utah State prepping for those games. This guy could have thrown twice as many interceptions. Now, the ball looks awesome coming off his hand. He clearly has a great arm. But I'm seeing these Patrick Mahomes comparisons. I don't remember what Mahomes was really like in college. But no chance. I mean, Mike, they scored like seven points against Air Force. And against Wake Forest, he threw like two or three picks and should have had two or three more. You got to be kidding me. No, I mean, you're preaching to the choir right now in terms of just what we saw from him on the football field to project to the NFL. Like it, I get that you have a bad situation at Utah State. He lost uh, his head coach, lost a good deal of the talent around him uh, in that offense from 2018 to 2019, but I think those are still excuses. You're still playing 
not great competition at Utah State, you should be able to at, at least uh, you know do well against them if you're going to be you know a a franchise quarterback prospect, which is what you're calling them if you're drafting them top 15. So uh, yeah, I mean you mentioned it, the, the Mahomes comparisons. You see some nice arm talent on tape. You see the high level throws at times, but the quarterbacks is about consistency. You're dropping back to pass 40 times a game. You can't have five reps on that tape that are just god awful that you're throwing the ball to the other team that makes you a terrible quarterback and i think that's uh kind of what we've seen from love you can fall in love with a high end but uh, until we see that low end until we see just those bad throws uh, off his tape uh, i'm not going to get on board with him as a first rounder all right what about the super bowl and jimmy garoppolo can you remember how you analyzed him as a college quarterback is he better then all the critics across the country, including right here on this program, give him credit for. So we didn't actually get to grade him coming out of EIU because we do FCS. Uh, and so we did not have numbers on him coming out. Uh, but I, I, I struggle to say he's better than, than all the criticism because they're not winning because of him. I, I mean, let's, let's face it right now. Kyle Shanahan, that offense, the talent that they have in terms of uh, you know speed, athleticism at the receiver positions after the catchability, and then that defense is, is arguably the best in the NFL in terms of that combination. They really have sort of propped Jimmy G up to a big degree, but I also think he, he can make plays, doesn't take a lot of sacks, will uh, you know, have some action or pressure. I think he is very much a top 20 quarterback in the NFL, uh, which I guess it's not giving him too much credit considering what his contract is. Uh, and, and how much they're paying him to just be. But uh, I think that's – I don't think he's a bad quarterback by any means. And I, I do think that he's, uh, you know, almost in that uh, Andy Dalton tier of QBs. Uh, at the moment, I think that's about how I'd see uh, Jimmy Garoppolo going forward. Mike, we've talked to some of the other guys at PFF about this, but since you are the, the lead draft analyst, I got to get your thoughts on Burrow – and if you've ever seen, I don't know how many years you've been doing this now, but if you've ever seen a guy go from average to unbelievable like that in a year, at any position, especially quarterback. No, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this. Like it's obviously hyperbolic to say this is one of the most absurd things I've ever seen, but it's one of the most absurd things I've ever seen. Like No one should be able to uh, completely just change. And it was almost confidence level. Like he, he last year moving inside the pocket, just so many things about the quarterback position that you kind of, uh, as an evaluator, you're skeptical on if a guy can fix, he fixes overnight, uh, doesn't play a down of bad football in 2019. Like literally every single game is playing at an elite level. doesn't have one sort of, Oh man, that wasn't his best effort out there. Every single game he came showed up, seventy plus completion percentage, just throwing, uh, you know, seeds left and right on the football field. I truly have never seen anything like it, but I, I do think that he is uh, what we saw on tape this year was the best tape I've seen from a quarterback prospect since I started doing this, you know, in twenty twelve. So I, I do think that he is every bit the number one overall pick. And uh, having heard, you know, rumors and whatever from the Bengals down here, they're they're not looking to trade. They're not looking at Herbert. They're not looking at any of these other guys. It's going to be Joe Burrow. Talking to Mike Renner, lead college football analyst, profootballfocus.com. Uh, Tua Tugavailoa, obviously the other story, not able to work out. Uh, how 
Where does he go? Is it number five to Miami? There are rumors that Miami would like to move up and get Burrow. Where do you see him going? And I got to do a combo question here this morning. So you were also a bachelorette contestant season 14. First, the Tua answer. Two, who would be the best bachelor in the NFL today? Ooh, I, I think we actually touched on I'll, I'll hit that one first. I think we touched on it. Jimmy Garoppolo uh, would probably slay on that, on that show. He, his season would be some must-see TV if he was on that. So I'll, I'll go with Jimmy G as the bachelor. But uh, the Tua Tagovailoa, the, 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 the whole conversation around him is really, you need an asterisk with it right now because if you're projecting him at this point, uh, it's almost a fool's errand that, hip injury is a serious career threatening injury at the moment like with with what could happen in the upcoming months in terms of uh you know the blood loss that could happen within the bone uh obviously i've I've talked to doctors about this and he at any point uh from now until probably uh mid-summer if doctors find that uh his hip bone there that that he shattered uh has lost blood flow he might not, he'll have to have a hip replacement, and if you have a hip replacement, no doctor in the world is going to recommend you play football in the NFL at that point. So I think teams are going to be very worried about that, especially come end of April. So the whole conversation about where he goes, I mean, purely on the field, injury aside, I don't think you can draft him too highly. I think him and Joe Burrow should go should go one and two uh, in you know that order: Burrow first, then Tua, uh, if he were to be fully healthy, but that hip injury is going to linger over him. I don't think you see teams necessarily trade up for him at that point because you don't want to be the GM who trade up for a guy who could never see the football field because of an injury. So uh, I think eventually, all said and done, I, I think he just drops the fans to the Dolphins and the Dolphins end up selecting him because I do think that he is a franchise quarterback prospect. And if you are the Dolphins with three first-round picks, you can take that mm-hmm. swing and take that chance on a guy like Tua hoping that uh, the injury doesn't come back to bite you. Yeah, you can't swing and miss with all the picks they have. Mike Renner, great to have you on the program. PFF underscore Mike. Follow him for all the analysis. He is at the Senior Bowl covering the great next stories to the NFL. Mike, appreciate the time. Thank you. For sure, fellas. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. exclusively on the Radio.com app or at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.